Welcome back to another episode of Throwing Stones with me, Nicole. And me, Hannah. So, it is another week, another episode. We're going strong. Uh, Again, we like to thank everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed last week's Taylor Swift interview with our two special guests. We had a good time recording it. Again, sorry about that audio. Nothing we could really do about it, but we had a good time talking, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you haven't already, please, if you're enjoying what you're hearing, leave us a review, rate us, all that good stuff. Are there If there are any ideas you have or things you want to hear us discuss on the podcast, shoot us a DM on Instagram. Hell, you could even email us. It's throwingstonespod at gmail.com. But yeah, just continue to keep showing us the love and support. We appreciate you guys so much. And we're going to dive right in. All right. So we had... A listener request to discuss Taylor Swift's alleged new boyfriend, um, Matt Healy, from the 1975. I meant to discuss this last week with Amanda and Candace, but we got so distracted with talking about the concert. Um, the listener that requested this said that she has a hot take and that she is in support of it. And I agree, that is a hot take. <laughs> I, I I, don't think it's... I have a hot take that I don't think it's real. I think it's, like, a play-up. Because, like, I think on Speak Now or 1989, whichever, I don't know. I think he's going to, like, collaborate on a song. And this is, like, escalating that up. I don't know. I do listen to the 1975 and he's also in the boys with Phoebe Bridgers and so like I listen to all of that but I don't I I can't get down with this relationship it's not for me his reputation isn't great I read blinds on Des Moines and NT Lawyer and can't get down with him granted are those things true I don't know but I choose to believe what I believe, and... I mean, well, some of the things you can't... Like, if you're saluting Hitler at a show, and you're making claims, and apparently you're fetishizing black women getting punished and watching that kind of corn, um, I feel like that kind of speaks for itself. And a lot of people are making the case that you're the company you keep, which... It's not a good look. And I even if you're collaborating with him, I mean, there's other people you could collaborate with. I know she's close with the guy from um, Fun that used to date, what's her name, from the from Girls? What's his name? Who's in that? Sh- I, if you're a fan, you know who I'm talking about. But um, anyway, there's other people you could collab with. Like, just think about the reputations. Again, that's the name of one of your albums. Of people that are that have like these things and these looks and stay away from them. I get like all press is good press or whatever the saying is, but like in the, in 2023, you have to be cognizant of those things. And I just don't think it's a good look and it's, it, she should have picked somebody else. And even if it isn't a real relationship and like you said, they're doing it for like PR and all of this there's literally anybody else I feel like you could have picked somebody else not someone with these all these bad things surrounding them I think part of it is that he like I think some of it is like one she you know her album reputation is about 
her reputation in people's eyes being terrible, even though she knows who she is as a person, right? So, like, I get that. I do think that some of it has been misconstrued to some extent. And Mm -hmm. so, like, if she is dating him, I would like to think that the majority of what we're seeing, we're reading, we're interpreting is different than what it actually is. But Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. I mean, okay. yeah. Listener, you do have a hot take. <laughs> we're very much in the minority, but I do think it's because you like the 1975 and you love Taylor Swift. So that's my assumption. But those are my thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Can't, get, can't get down with it. I feel that. I feel that. And then I, I have the, we have these in different order, but I'm going to switch and talk about Jamie Foxx next because okay. the, everything else is North Carolina related. And I think it'll just flow better. Okay. But um, have you been following this Jamie Foxx stuff at all? Not a, I have no idea what you're talking about. So he has been like, apparently he had a medical emergency on set like weeks ago and he was like rushed to the hospital. On set of what? Huh? Whatever movie or whatever he's filming. He's filming something and he had a medical emergency. So he's been hospitalized. No one has heard from, no one has seen him to confirm anything since this happened. Right? So there was all of like his daughters, the one who like came and said, oh, my dad had a medical emergency, blah, blah, blah. He's in the hospital. Yada, yada, yada. But like everyone, so no one knew what was going on. Like we don't know if he had, I think the rumors are he had like an aneurysm or a stroke. One of those two things because all no one was hearing from him. It sounded like it was very serious and he was like in the hospital. So like a week ago, week and a half ago, there were these articles saying, oh, everyone's preparing for the worst with Jamie Foxx. Like it's taking a turn, this, that, and the other. And so his daughter got online again. It's like, oh, the media runs with these narratives. My dad's fine. Actually, he did yada yada yesterday. Like he went to golf or something. She's, I should have looked up the, which the statement she made, but she's saying like, yeah, he's fine. But people are like, I want to see proof. Like, (laughs) I want to see your dad, like a picture of your dad. Because there were like black Twitter and all these people were like, what hospital is Jamie at? Because I'm about to find him and lay eyes on him for myself. Like, what right. is happening? And they were like, no, we can't lose Jamie. Like, when that article came out. And she was like, no, you guys, he's fine. So, again, like, and people are like, well, you don't get, we don't get to know that information is none of our business. It's the, but he's a public figure and people are concerned with his health. Like, if you, you want the rumors to stop, just get on camera and make a little 10-second clip. Like, hey, guys, I'm good. Or whatever, you know? So it's been, this whole situation has been very weird. Do you know what it's giving and you're going to think I'm, I don't know what your thoughts are on what I'm about to say. Oh, Lord. Either way. It's giving Britney Spears died and has been replaced. Oh. Do you know that conspiracy theory? I haven't heard that she's died and been replaced, but I just, or I just heard that she's like, something's not right. And like, she's. She's yeah, so she died, something. She died back in like the early two thousands, and this like person has taken over her life. Listen, I one hundred percent believe it. There is so much evidence and so much proof in the latest video. A thousand percent proves it. Did you watch the <laughs> documentary on Hulu yet? 
there's like a new one that just got released. It's like Britney Spears, free Britney Spears or the something. It's like about TMZ released it on Hulu. I literally saw a preview for it today. Oh no, I haven't. Watched, like, I haven't watched be- it recently, but yeah, no, I believe it. If any of our listeners know what I'm talking about, let me know if you also believe it. I know of at least two other people that are very smart, like so, I am, and believe it. But this person looks exactly like Britney, so I don't understand. No, so it's a filter. Like, no one's seen her in person. No, Nicole, don't roll your eyes. She went to court. All that stuff that happened with her getting free was last year. She had to go to court for that. So, okay, yes, but there's, like, it's a lot, but there's so much evidence and proof that it happened. In the latest video that she posted on her Instagram, like, you can't, it's insane. I just think she's been so drugged and medicated since she's been in her conservatorship that she's just lost all sense of reality. There's literally a moment where her like the filter that they're using comes off and goes back on. Like it's very evident. So what does the other person look like? Well, you can't see the, I don't know. But anyway, so the, the, it's TMZ. They're going to switch him. (laughs) But yeah, so I've been like, what is wrong with Jamie? I hope he's okay. I hope he's recovering, but also, like, show us signs of life other than through your daughter. Like, does he have social media? I think he has Instagram. So, like, he posted, like, a story during all this, but it was, you know, when they just post in his words? Yeah. It was one of those. Like, we haven't seen, like, a recent picture of him or anything, and I'm surprised, like, yeah, so... His clone, his body double. But the documentary I'm talking about is TMZ Investigates Britney Spears' The Price of Freedom. And it came out, I think it came out like, yeah, Monday, the 15th. Oh, no, I haven't watched that yeah. one. So it sounds like you might find it interesting. I'll cover up. <laughs> uh, so we recently discovered a new, da- well, you discovered a new dating app. Yeah, and it was founder was is from Charlotte or lives here. I don't know if she's from Charlotte. Yeah, she's, I think, she, I mean, she's a native. That's what it said. Someone. Okay. So what are your initial thoughts? Um, I downloaded it, made my profile, and there's nothing on it. So yeah, I have none. I, I concur. I just felt like, even like, it felt very, because it's called linked. Yeah. It's giving LinkedIn. Like when I made my profile, it was very, well, like, it wasn't giving me any kind of find someone on here. It felt very businessy. I felt like it was linked in with, like, my personal photos. Really? I didn't get that vibe at all. <laughs> um, but, like, so the premise to the listeners, because we just jumped into it, is it's being, it's in beta testing right now in Charlotte because that's where she's based in. Um, but you're supposed to get on it and it tells you like places to go that there's other singles at. And then like when you get there, it shows you the singles that are within the same realm as you are. And then there's a map that you press hotspots and it's supposed to show you like where the most singles are. Um, but because no one's on like 
no hot spots come up on mine. Yeah, no, it's literally just your location and then the map. So I so think it has potential. Like, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I think it's a good concept. She just needs to find a way right. to get more people on it. Right. Um, more men on it, anyway. Yeah. But I don't know how you do that. I mean, definitely get on more than just Scoop Charlotte, because I don't think they have that many followers, followers. to be honest. Yeah. Um, get on Axios. They have tens of thousands, and I'm sure you haven't because you'll get roasted in the comments for an idea, but that's eh, fine. But you'll get some subscribers, I'm sure. And the only other thing, too, is, like, it's it's paid, but it's, like, so I pay, like, I think I got a free month. And it's, like, by the time my month is up, yep. there's still not going to be people on it. Right. And it didn't seem like, I don't know what the free version is or if there, it didn't give the, there's a free version vibe when I signed up. No. So. Three ninety nine a month. And then. Is that what the, and then it was, like, nine ninety nine too, I think, right? Yeah, but nine ninety nine you got to add more filters to the people that you're looking for. Gotcha. But. No, I'm throwing that net far and wide. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So then I was on social media earlier. Do you watch um Unsolved Mysteries sure on don't. Netflix? So there was an Unsolved Mystery episode uh, last year where a little girl got abducted by her mother. So the dad had full custody. They lived, I think, outside of Chicago in Illinois. She was nine years old. The mom. Oh, they just found her. Yeah, so they just found her in Asheville. Yeah. So, um. I read that. On, I read that. Yeah, so I thought it was interesting, because I watched that episode. So, she's like 15 now, and they found her. Someone recognized her from the Unsolved Mysteries episode. Recognized mom. And oh. that's how they called and reported it. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. But I'm glad she's found safe. But that's also, that's hard, because, like, that's your parent, but they kidnapped you. Right. right? So that's that's interesting, and got to be tough for the child involved because that's still your mom. It's not like a stranger kidnapped you, right? And well, because when I read it, I was it was very like vague. Like mm-hmm. it was like she had custody on the weekends or something, and she just never came back. Yeah, so she um, initially she had custody, and they were giving him custody on the weekends, but she wasn't producing the child for him. Like they, she wasn't setting up their visitation and something happened and he ended up getting full custody and she had to have like her visit scheduled. Yeah. And then during one of her visits, she took him, took, took the child, her and never brought her back. That's crazy. Right. And it's had her since 2017. I mean, six years. That's crazy. Yeah. And I saw that the dads like requested privacy as they re like, get to know each other yeah and reacclimate but that's that's crazy because I also feel what's that called Stockholm syndrome yeah I feel like that's even worse if it's your mom right especially if she was safe the whole time like yeah obviously there was like a reason that she didn't have custody but Mm -hmm. and nine is an age to be fully aware of what's happening I feel like I feel like you took me at nine and I'm I know I'm supposed to be with my dad and all of a sudden we've upped and moved Right. So, a just wonder. Yeah. Part of the country. Yeah. Very interesting. That's crazy. Stuff. And I didn't know how they ended up finding it because I was like, how random was it that you found this woman? But that's crazy that it 
was because she was recognized from the documentary. Yeah. Look at that. Where do you go, Netflix? Well, yes. I love me some Unsolved Mysteries. I know you do. (laughs) You love that. You love that. (laughs) There's some with, like, aliens and stuff. I'm surprised you don't rock with those ones. (laughs) Well, what? But, like, that's I just don't need nightmares. Well, don't watch it late at night. That's the first thing I would say. I don't like the theme music. I skip over it. Like, when it's, like, skip intro, I'm like, I don't need to hear this creepy music. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you be skipping show. Like, you just, like, fast forward. I don't well, watch in that. In that, I don't. In that, I watch the, the details. In some reality shows, yes, I fast forward. But most of the time... I, I'm not hitting fast forward. Not in stuff like but, that. I need to know the details. Yeah. But like that, like I have no desire to like listen. Like there's like certain times that I've been like, you know, like when Serial came out. I love that podcast. Like uh-huh. that's the kind of murder mystery I like. Like, sure, that's fine. Uh-huh. But like ones that haven't been solved, like, I can watch it here and there, but, like, the way you do it, I'm like, <laughs> you're literally a murderer. Like, how would we oh, know? Wow. You sound like my dad. I promise I'm not. Okay. Comforting. Oh, wow. Nice to know that you really think about me. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> I think you would know how to get away with murder. <laughs> That's a compliment, actually. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm dead. You attended to a compliment for 20 seconds. Whatever. <laughs> well, you went from calling me a murderer to saying I can get away with one. I haven't I killed anybody. I promise. Now the FBI is going to look into me. You have nothing to hide. I really don't. So we're good. There you go. They're <laughs> off the case. <laughs> Oh, Lord. All right. You ready for our topic discussion? I'll let you dive right in. Yes. (laughs) So the past few weeks, I have come up with our topic discussions, and I just, like, haven't said anything to Nicole um, (laughs) until, like, we're recording. And I'm like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is what we're talking about today. But I wrote a nice little long um, kind of feel on what I wanted to discuss today. And I'm going to start by saying I'm about to get on my soapbox. I know that I'm on it. And I think that I'm going to start while we're on. It's going to be a new segment. It's going to be called our soapbox. Okay. And it's going to be times that we're going to bitch and complain and share our opinions about things in this freaking world that suck. Okay. So, starting my soapbox today. <laughs> and today, and the reason I want I want to start this is because I think at this point we're what? This is our 17th episode. Mm-hmm. At this point, this is a platform. And if it's a platform that I'm on, I want to be able to discuss everything. And I think some of our listeners are going to be like, you know, I listen to this for fun, whatever. But I want this podcast to be truly and authentically us. Mm -hmm. And with that, I think we both have very strong opinions on things that 
people might consider political, but I very much consider it just basic human fucking rights. I would agree. Excuse me. And so I think to be authentically ourselves, we need to start talking about these topics that are so prevalent in society. And so last night on May 16th, the North Carolina legislation overruled the veto that Governor Cooper put in place that allows abortions to continue on how they are. And now this new law is going to go into place. And it's after 12 weeks. Yeah. And now it's the limit is 12 weeks. Right. Why does it matter? Why are so many white men in Congress, in the House, wherever they are, so passionate about what happens in a woman's uterus? And why does it not matter after that child is no longer in the uterus? We don't care about them because, okay. Take a breath. <laughs> I've been thinking about what I was going to say on this all day because it get I'm very heated about it mm-hmm. because of a lot of different reasons, but one of which just being a woman, what I do with my body, and if I get pregnant and I have an abortion at 13 weeks, it has no impact on your life whatsoever. Exactly. Do you know what has an impact on my life? Having a baby right now. And I think, too, what people don't realize, I think they hear the word abortion and they think, oh, this person doesn't want to have a baby. Oh, this person wants to kill a life or this and a third. What people don't realize is when people have miscarriages or if something is wrong with a child, like, in utero, and it's after that 12-week mark, and the baby is either going to die or has died or something is wrong and they have they remove the fetus from that woman the medical term for that they have a medical term but it equates an abortion so you're saying that you want to leave a non-viable fetus who hasn't died yet but by medical reasons and purposes is going to or it has no way of sustaining life once it leaves my uterus and now you're putting my life at risk as the mother because this child who's beyond or this fetus beyond 12 weeks is harming me at this point and I think people just hear the word abortion and that's immediately where they go but like you said how is me having an abortion affecting your life how is that lady having an abortion affecting your life and when I I watched Queen Charlotte the other day so we're gonna spin this back when we left King George and came over here and we had our revolution and all of these things and we wanted no tax, all the things and we had fought a revolutionary war. It was because we wanted religious freedom. We wanted the right to do all of these things. You can't push your Christian values on every single person in America. Not everyone is Christian. Not everyone believes in God. You can't say that you're being this Christian person and then to your other point, say... It's okay that kids are getting shot up at school every day. That we're in a day 100 and something of this year, but there have been 200 plus mass shootings. It doesn't equate to me. You can't say that you care about life, 
But like you said, once this life comes out between my two legs and is a living and breathing person and soul now, you have no care for them. What are we doing to fix the foster system? What are we doing? What are we doing to make sure all these older children are adopted? What are we doing again to make sure the kids aren't getting shot at school? It makes no sense. You can't say that you want these things and you care about life, but then you don't do anything for these children once they are here in this world. Make it make sense. You can't because it doesn't. That's the, at the end of the day, your Christian values are making this ruling and they're supposed to be separation of church and state for one. But as a Christian, you, your moral high ground does not dictate someone else's. Right. Exactly. And it doesn't matter to me if you have an abortion, if you don't, if you have a baby and give it up for adoption, great. You have to do what's best for you because at the end of the day, the only person paying your bills is you. Right. The only person living your life day to day, day in, day out, knows your health history, knows everything that could possibly be wrong with your body. That's you. So it's up to you to make those choices. You guys didn't want to get the vaccine. You didn't get it. You made a fuss, whatever, that's that. Now, you're making us have children. And I think it's really ignorant to think that people aren't going to continue getting abortions. Exactly. All this is doing is limiting safe abortions. Exactly. People are going to die because they're going to go and get a metal clothes hanger and stick it up there and end the pregnancy, get sepsis and die. Just like they used to do before. So I don't, I I don't know why, how and why we're moving backwards. What is the, like, and then I think minimum wage is still seven, what, 25, 750. Like that was minimum wage when I was 18 years old. So again, if you cared about these kids, no one should work 40 hours a week and struggle to pay their bills. What are we doing about the housing crisis? What are we doing about all of the other things going on in the world to make sure, again, that these children that you want born into this world are going to be taken care of? A few years ago, we had a formula shortage. There wasn't formula. There's still a shortage. Like, what are we doing to make sure that things are in place for these children that you, not even the children that you want, the ones that are here now. The ones that are going to school and having to drill for active shooter people coming into their school at five years old. My little neighbor is about to turn four. It breaks my heart that when he finally goes to school, he's going to have to figure, his little innocent self is going to have to figure out that someone can come to this school and shoot me. And I have to learn how to save myself from that. That grinds my gears. And again, when we started, and as you said, we started this and it's a platform now. And I, like I, when we started this, my dad was like, well, are you guys going to talk about like political stuff? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, like Hannah and I, like you said, I was like, we're very opinionated. And I, we, 
we share, we talk, we have these conversations. Like I said, I was going to text you today about this because I was like, I didn't know that vetoes could get overruled. I didn't know that was a thing. And then what really pisses me off is that the Republicans are in the majority because this chick ran as a Democrat, Patricia, whatever the hell her name is, got to voted by her constituents and then changed to a Republican. How is that even right? How is that fair? How is that legal? Exactly. You should have to run again. And also, if you freaking run like that, whatever, you don't have to change parties. Just vote the other way. Like, but she she knew what she was doing. Or be independent. Run as independent. That's a novel idea. (laughs) She knew she wouldn't win because independents don't win. It's so frustrating. Like that you can cheat the system and just get off and do these things. I think it's funny that a lot of people that are very much in support of abortion bans are also the same people that are saying, you know, government should have less control, you know, this and that and the other. But then when laws like this come about, they celebrate and they're like, oh my God, this is a huge win for mankind. And I have so many thoughts, but (laughs) it pisses me off that my tax dollars go to waste on shit like this. It's And it's very frustrating because as me and you, it just feels like there's not, there's never enough that we can do. Like there, it seems like no matter how we feel, what we say, yeah, I go vote. I go, I go vote at the midterms. I go vote at the littlest, smallest election. I go to them all. As you should. Because Because, this, this fucking proves the small people fucking matter. Because if all these small people wouldn't have been voted in, they wouldn't have been able to overturn the governor's veto. Great. So go vote. And because every election. Right. Because by the time we're voting for the president, it's too far gone. Wait. Your local ordinances, your local governments, your mayor, your governor, your representatives, the smallest people in your area that you're voting for are all a important and essential so when midterms roll around when the primaries roll around go vote it's not that hard (laughs) and do your research before going to vote don't and you know what if you want to just go vote straight ticket whatever that's your prerogative but no research because sometimes there's multiple people running that have a D or an R beside their name, but they are very different in what they stand for, where they came from, who their families are, and all of those impact decisions like this. I and will say, oh, go ahead. I I do have hope for the future that when these boomers get out of office, that millennials and our generation and freaking Gen Z as weird as they are (laughs) like I have hope that things are going to start changing because they're the people we're the people that are outraged by things like this yeah and I I also think that we need age limits 
Like, there, did you hear about Diane Feinstein, Feinstein or whatever the other day? She, like, did an interview with somebody and they were like, oh, um, how have you been? Like, because you've been away. Because she was, yeah. like, she's, like, sick because she's, like, 80-something years old or whatever. She's like, yeah. I haven't been away. And they were like, yeah. okay. But you could tell she was getting, like, de- like, it sounded like, based on it, it sounded like she had dementia. And she was, like, and she was getting, you know, when they get angry when you're, like, telling them. So it seemed like she was having, like, one of those moments. Yeah. And they were like, we should be concerned. And, right. like. There's no reason. Uh, Joe, I don't need you to run again. <laughs> like, it's just so frustrating. I, I just need young blood. And it's like, people are like, oh, you should run. I don't have that. Like, I wish I could. I wish I had the temperament. But as you can see in this little conversation, I get too worked up and too heated for things like this. And I'm not afraid or above cursing someone out. So y'all don't want me there. <laughs> I also am fragile and I could never take people hating me like (laughs) but it's Um, like if I knew I was doing enough good but it's like I just that's the thing again I'm like I feel like even some of our representatives it's like how much can you do because then there's gerrymandering there's this there's that there's always a way for someone to make every little voice be a little less like the electoral college why is that still a thing why are we not using the popular vote again? Like all of these things make no sense to me, but as little as I feel in the universe and in this situation, I'm still going to do my due diligence and I'm still going to go vote. And I'm going to do use the little power that I do have to try to make a difference and hope that something shakes. Cause I'm still shook that Roy Roy Cooper got reelected this past election. I was shocked. I was happy, but I was shocked. <laughs> um, and back to voting for like the little people in in every election. There's also always like things that are being added to. I don't know what they're called. I forget what they're called. But if you read them, it's how your tax dollars are being spent. Oh, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. Like they're uh. like. Oh, I just had it, and it just shot out of. But like, where they're talking about like, they're like always amendments or the yeah, yeah. um, like agree, disagree, whatever. Like, you need to read up on those and see what's going on because that's where your tax dollars are going. Like, I need someone in office that is going to put forth my tax money that gets way too much out of my paycheck. I need that money to go to good. I need that money to go to gun reform and I need it to go to people like my sister who are teachers that get paid absolute shit. Like at this point with inflation, you're barely making minimum wage as a teacher in North Carolina. So take my tax money and pay her more. Right. Because the shit she deals with, absurd. And the fact that in today's society, as a teacher, you're walking in and it's a life or death job. Right. You signed up to be a teacher and you went with that route because you love kids, you're passionate, you want to shape the future, and you have to have that drive and that passion. And you don't go into it. You're not going into police the police force you're not going into firefighting like you're not thinking you didn't make an oath exactly to put my life above these children which 
Yeah. I know every teacher would. But again, they didn't sign up for that. That is, to, and then they shouldn't have, have to. to, right? Like it shouldn't even be something that we're discussing, right? But it's something that has to be discussed because it's happening day in and day out in this country. And why my tax dollars aren't being used for that, but instead policing people's uteruses and the doctors that care for them? Fucking absurd. And also, on the grounds of teaching, if you're going to make an abortion ban, what North Carolinians in small North Carolinian rural communities that don't do this need to have sex ed. And they don't need to be abstinent. Abstinent. Because that does not do anything except and cause pregnancies. You need to explain what birth control is, explain what safe sex is, and explain all the risks and not say you shouldn't do this because Jesus says so. At the end of the day, everyone's going to do it. You're right. And it needs to be addressed. So use my tax dollars Fund those teachers that allow them to teach sex ed as it should be taught. And that is my soapbox spiel. Do you have anything else to add? Um, No, I think we had a healthy two-way discussion on it. I feel like we have the same viewpoints, but I think yeah. we, we covered it. I mean, I'm, some people aren't going to like what we have to say, and to them, I'm sorry, but I think you, you didn't mention you had your little note, like, if you have people with the opposing oh, opinion. Yes. <clears throat> I think the only way to grow as a society is being able to have healthy discussions. That being said, I am passionate. You just heard both of us are very passionate. However, I'm a great listener. So, if you have your opinions and you've just listened to me rant on (laughs) and you feel differently about anything that I said please feel free to dm us you can go to my instagram or you can go to our pages instagram and I would love to have a discussion hear your viewpoints because obviously you have you have a reason that you feel that way and I would love to hear it Um, and I'm happy to have an open discussion and I won't judge you if you feel one way versus what I feel. Um, and let's say a constructive opinion, like don't come cussing us out or with the craziness. Right. Like be respectful and we'll be good. (laughs) Yeah. If you come at me like that, I'm just going to ignore you. But like, if you want to have a constructive conversation and, you know, let me hear your viewpoints, just like I just you know, vented and had my viewpoints, I would love to listen to it. So feel free, shoot me a message, DM me, whatever. Um, If you're my friend and have my phone number, feel free to text me and we can go get coffee or something. I don't care. Um, I'm happy to have these conversations. And I think. I think they're needed, though. I do, too. It's like it's okay to because a lot of times I'm sorry, I just cut you off, but we're in these echo chambers, right? When you're, what your for you page is looking, looks at, it's your opinion over and over again. Yes. You know, when you're on Facebook, you've blocked the people you don't want to hear from. So as you're watching Fox News or you're watching MSNBC, you're watching the things that are feeding you the information that you want. 
So you oftentimes don't get that differing opinion. And at first it pisses you off or it makes you angry. But if you take a second and you listen to the viewpoints of the other person, again, we might not agree, but I'm one of my favorite saying is we can agree to disagree, but I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to take in what you're saying and be like, I've never thought of it from that perspective. And I see your points, but for me, I still feel the way I feel. But again, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to give you that opportunity. So I appreciate you if you've listened this far for taking the time to listen to us rant on about how we feel about what's going on in the world today. Thank yeah. you. We appreciate you. Um, and I hope to continue having discussions like this. I think they're good and I think they're needed. And I think it shows a little bit more of who we are mm -hmm. instead of just, oh, that's just Hannah. She loves Bravo <laughs> because I'm, I feel like that makes me look as deep as a cereal bowl. And I think I'm a lot deeper of a person than that. And I have a lot of opinions about a lot of different things. Yeah. And so that's kind of why I want to add this segment in. So if you have any topics that you want us to discuss that you haven't suggested because they're political, if you will, um, send those to us. You know, I'm happy to share my opinions on pretty much anything. So open book here going forward. Cool, cool, but. cool. I appreciate it. I'm, I saw the agenda and I was like, okay. I thought I would be the one to be like, this is what we're talking about before you. So I appreciate you yep. putting well, the cards out there. <laughs> I felt like you felt like that. Like you were like, I feel like I'm going to be forcing her or yeah. like it has to come from me. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put it on here. If she doesn't want to do it, we'll take it off and we'll talk about something else. But if she does, great, we'll do it. Cool. All right. So. So, yeah, so that's our soapbox segment. <laughs> and it won't be every week, but sometimes yeah, there'll be yeah. things where right. we just got to get it off our chest. It just depends on what's going on. <laughs> and this uh, just happened. So yeah. I was feeling a little spicy. <laughs> All right. So on a lighter note, what's going on in the Bravoverse? <laughs> okay. Couple things. I'm going to start with Summer House because Summer House comes on on Mondays. Mm -hmm. So by the time this is airing mm -hmm. to our listeners, Summer House will have had the finale and it will be over. Okay. I am very much looking forward to the final episode. It looks juicy. Um, so the biggest things that have happened since my last bravo update on summer house was Lindsay and carl finally got engaged okay and carl bless him he <laughs> went all out like it was just i think i saw it on instagram he like he planned this whole thing out in like they're walking down to the beach where Lindsay thinks they're going to set up a campfire for everyone or bonfire, whatever you want to call it. And so they went and bought wood for the campfire and they were going to set it up. And so on the boardwalk, they're walking up and it, there's like little signs mm -hmm. starts noticing. And one says like seven years, best friends. And she's like getting to the beach and on the beach, like he has this little picnic set up. He has this nice little speech that he gives her. And she's like, oh my God, babe, what are you doing? Oh my God, babe, what are you doing? And is freaking out. And 
So then they get engaged. Great. Everything's hunky-dory. Carl had told Kyle and the other guy in the house, Chris, mm-hmm. that it was happening and, like, what he was doing and when he was doing it. So after they get engaged, they leave and they go into this restaurant that Carl has invited all of her family, all of her best friends to, and has this whole party for her. Great. Mm-hmm. So he had told Kyle. So Kyle tells the group, he's like, hey, guys, so here's what's going on. Carl's basically down on one knee right now. And when we meet them at the social club, like, it's an engagement party. And that's when Danielle immediately shifts because Carl didn't tell Danielle this was happening. Carl had previously told her that he was looking at rings. Mm -hmm. He didn't include her in any of the planning, any of it. But her and Lindsay are supposed to be best. Like, they're the trio. They're all supposed to be best friends. But she was completely left in the dark. Even when all of her other best friends knew, were flown in, were came in from the city. Like, everyone else knew but Danielle. So, like, she's obviously hurt. Mm-hmm. Freaks out. And I I got it. Like, she was coming from a place of hurt. She has fought for Carl and Lindsay to a fault for the last six years. And Lindsay Mm -hmm. has never once stepped up to the plate for her. That's what she had said, yeah. And it's become very clear that Lindsay's not going to. And Danielle's finally realizing that. Mm -hmm. And is hurt by it. And then when Carl intentionally left her out, she was hurt. I was going to say, do you think Carl didn't tell her because they're sharing that house together and he didn't want her to say anything? But he also told the two guys. But I think bro code type thing. Did he think that she was going to say something? Because they're in close proximity? He said he didn't think about it. Oh, that's worse. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what... Danielle said, because when she, so in this week's episode, so the one right before the finale, Danielle's still dating Robert at this point. And her boyfriend went up to Carl and was talking to him. And she was, he was like, look, like Danielle is very upset. She's very hurt by this. Like we're very hurt. Like you told everyone else in y'all's lives, except Mm -hmm. for the two of us. And we're supposedly your best friends. And like, Danielle's just really hurt and felt left out. Mm-hmm. And Carl said, well, I just didn't tell any of the girls in the house. And Robert was like, but Carl, like, Danielle's not just any other girl in the house. Like, y'all are best friends. That's mm-hmm. what you've always said. Y'all have always been the three amigos until y'all started dating. And now all of a sudden, Danielle's left out in the cold. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I feel so bad for Danielle However, some of her behavior was very dramatic and erratic. And I was like, girl, reel it in a little bit. Like, (laughs) you got to be a little bit better than this. Um, But the funniest thing that has been said was in the episode, (laughs) they're like getting to the they're like at the engagement party. And Lindsay just keeps saying, like, I had no idea. I had no idea. I had no idea. Girl. And Paige has the best line and she looks around and she says, she wore shoulder pads to the beach. She knew she was getting engaged. 
<laughs> I, I, like, it was so funny because it's true. Because I had noticed, I was like. Why is she so dressed up? Why? Right. And, like, she was, she was, like, freaking out, like, getting dressed. She was like, is this, like, does this look good? Like, should I wear this? Should Can I wear this? make a bonfire? Right. <laughs> no, ma'am. You knew. And Paige, at, so she's, like, saying all this. And she's like, she knew she was getting engaged. I'm just saying what everyone else is saying. And she's like, but good for you. If you know it's happening, do your hair, do your right. nails, your makeup look good. And yeah. so she was, like, very much, like, supporting it. But people online have been freaking out that Paige was making fun of her. Like, all the hub house stands are, like, coming at her. And I'm like, no, she was saying she was impressed because she was, like, she knew she was like she didn't care that she was wearing shoulder pads to the beach. She knew she was going to get engaged. Right. So yeah. So next week is really like the moment that because so in this week's episode, Carl and Lindsay, they get in that fight with Danielle and Robert, and they just like leave. They leave the house, they take all their stuff, and they're like, We're done. Goodbye. And production's like chasing after them. They're like, No, like at least let us film you like leaving. And he's like, No, like this is stupid. This is Carl and Lindsay? Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, Carl, buddy, we're paying you. Okay. Let me watch you pack your stuff in anger. Cause he like comes in their room and like throws a towel over the camera so you can't see mm. it. Like, sir. So they leave. Mm-hmm. And literally the rest of the house just has the best coupled nights together. Like it looks so <laughs> fun. And Paige is like, this is terrible, but this is the most fun we've had. And it's because they're not here Ooh. bringing it down. Yeah. And I was like, Paige, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's why they're coming after her. <laughs> but like, it's true. I mean, they yeah. look like they're having a great time. And so right at the end of this week's episode, Carl and Lindsay show back up and in the previews for the finale Danielle's like I want to fix this like to Lindsay and she's like we're not but like Lindsay is just like I don't care like I'm not the type of friend you want I'm not the type of friend you need clearly so right I don't even know why she's asking to fix it she's shown (laughs) she's clearly shown who she is to you numerous times let it go like we she said did. weeks ago in our friendships are hard episode. Let it go. <laughs> so, so yes, yeah, so that's that drama. Um, Vanderpump Rules. Girl, I cannot wait for this mess to be over. It's happening tonight. Well, a week ago when this comes out. So, so yeah. yeah. So when <laughs> this comes out, I will have already probably posted a video talking about it because I'm watching it tonight live. And Maybe then- on TikTok. Like all the streams. Week, next week is starts the reunion and Peacock coming through. They're releasing an episode the day after the reunion that's uncensored. And so people are like freaking out that we're gonna get like a lot more because apparently they like get very mouthy and so I'm sure they had to cut out a lot of it for Mm -hmm. TV appropriateness so people are like Peacock coming through it's the best streaming service it really is a good one if you don't have it um but yeah so I'm gonna do a separate Vanderpump because it just it deserves it it's part two wrapping it all up because also 
Ariana is going to be on Watch What Happens Live tonight afterwards. So it's a big night. Literally, when all these people that are Bravo fans have been saying this is a Bravo fan Super Bowl, like last night we had we had New Jersey re or finale. I haven't watched it yet, but apparently it is like so good. And then today we're getting Vanderpump Rules for I want to say it's a two hour episode, and then we get watch what happens live with Ariana, and it's the first press she's done. What are you thinking about this guy she's with? If she's happy, you know, go for it. I can't – I never thought Tom Sandoval was attractive, so – She's got interesting taste. Did you I, ever watch last week's episode? Because there's a moment I want to talk to you about. Of Vanderpump Rules? Yeah, because I knew you were behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So have you seen where there's, like, they went to some – the Schwartz Toms went to some dinner before they went to something about her? Yes. So they were with Raquel and, and their friend or somebody. His roommate Joe. That okay. Yeah. Ate. Yeah. So again, I don't like most of these people. Like, there's the only person that I really bangs with on Vanderpump at this point is Charlie. Is that her name? Yeah. She's the only one I feel like they got some sense for the most part. And she, she really, she really doesn't. But she has the most, and she deserves more. Her time. She deserves more of something because I feel like she should be brought in to watch what happens live. Andy Cohen. I've said it before. I I just feel like she's the most like love. Like she keeps it real with whoever she's dealing with. Like she's very much right is right. Wrong is wrong from what I've seen of her. But anyway, so I was watching the something about her after party at Sir. Messy. I don't understand. Like. I fucking lived. It was so, so my issue with it was like you can't you you didn't Raquel Rachel didn't go to the thing that something about her because you didn't want to start no mess because you know Katie didn't want you there, right? You didn't go. So then we go to the after party. Cool, you're here. We have plenty of people here. You don't have to interact with me. You can go mingle and do whatever you want to do somewhere else. But you come and you sit down to apologize to me. Cool. Say your apology, cut, you leave, go back and mingle with everyone else. And I don't even like Katie like that. But the fact that she fixed her face, Rachel fixed her face to then be like, oh, well, I don't like the way you're treating Schwartz. Why does that concern you? And why is this your business in this moment? Please remove yourself. And then to be rude to her mama, I was like, what is happening? Okay. (laughs) So, first of all, when Schwartz was hiding behind the tree, I was like, at this point, I would hide too, because this is absolutely messy. Like, no one asked you to do this. Like, I know I'm going to get roasted if I go over there. So I probably would be like, you know what? I'm going to just finish my drink over here. <laughs> I, so the guy that came up and was talking to him, the guy with the long hair, Peter. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the manager of Sir. Yeah. I have been a Peter Stan since season one. I love him. He's another one who seems level-headed. I can bang with him too. Yes. And I guarantee because he is level-headed, that's why he's never been a full-time cast member because I'm pretty sure he was offered it. And he was like, no. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> but I, I was like, Peter, push him over there. Push him over there. <laughs> but 
my favorite part of how ignorant Rachel is, is she fixed her face to tell Katie, I don't like that you're not letting Tom see his dogs. Or well, whatever. Again, who are you? Why do you have the authority to do or feel this way? Also, ma'am, you did the same thing with your dog and James. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> that is true. I saw that clip. And then the audacity that Rachel and Tom Sandoval talked to Katie's mother in that way. Yeah, it was wild. That's when Tom Schwartz needed to step in. No, really? I was like, who raised y'all? Literally. Yeah, and that's, he. if he was supposed to interrupt at any time, it should have been when they were talking crazy to her mama. Because especially with the relationship and the conversation they had previous to that, he should have been like, y'all gotta chill on her mama now. Like, Right. Come on, we're leaving. We're exiting. (laughs) This is completely inappropriate. And then, like, Ariana is bawling her eyes out. Your she looks, she looks yelling at your friend's mother while you are hysterically crying because your life is shit. And I just, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, looking back, like, do you know how dumb and stupid I would feel if I were her? You know and, I hate, and I hate that for her. Because I haven't told you this, and maybe, I was Ariana when I was 18. My best friend, well, not my best friend, but a close friend of mine cheated with my boyfriend. And everyone knew. So we'll talk about that in another episode. But like that, I've been that person. I've been her and I've been like, everyone knew. His whole family knew. And I've been hanging around y'all and y'all been like laughing in my face for months. It's the worst feeling. And I was like, this is wild. So I just felt for her in that. And like, she's bawling her eyes out. Lisa's trying to console her. Your boyfriend who says he wants to spend time with you. Is out here acting crazy. It was, it was wild. Like, I just, I felt, and it's so hard to watch, obviously, now that we know they've already been doing this for so long. But, like, even if we didn't know what we know, that would be the most cringy conversation because he looked completely checked out and was, like, I don't know, but the clips that I've seen from the finale episode just look insane, and I cannot, I literally can't wait to watch, so that's my spiel on that, and I will be doing an emergency press conference on it. Interesting. Did you see, um, have you watched the Summer House, Martha's Vineyard? Did you give it a, a watch? I started it and I got distracted and I wanted to be able to give it my full attention. Mm-hmm. So I'm going on a work trip and when I come back, I will be in town for like a week and a half. And so I'm going to watch it. Uh, so I'll be like three episodes. I'll be able to watch it. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Same with Atlanta. I'm behind on that too. And I'm watching that. Oh, I didn't realize time. you. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't realize so, you watched it. Okay. I've watched it on and off. Um, over the last few years, but I've never, it's never been one that I've been like, oh, yeah. Housewives. But yeah, I'm going to watch both of those. So I have that on my list to watch next week, along with Queen Charlotte, which I started. I need you to get on because um, listen, I was really tired though, and I fell asleep like on and off. So I was like, I watched an episode and I was like, I couldn't you need tell to, you. You, you need to rewatch it. it. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> I'll probably watch a couple. I'll probably watch some on the plane. Um, Okay. Good plan. Good plan. I think so. So, yeah. 
All right. Uh, lows and highs, highs and lows. Yeah. All right. I got a low locked and loaded. Go for it. I have been feeling like a terrible dog mom. Listen, I need to, these dogs are putting me through it. Okay. One tried to run away. One is so small that he fits through the fence post. So he was giving me a run for my money in the backyard. Found out that I was underfeeding poor Duncan. So I've been starving him. So I just, I'm like, I need to get it together. This poor dog. So just going to work on that. I think, I don't know it's what's happening. It's a learning process. It really is. We haven't, I'm saying this, but I know as soon as I go downstairs, it's going to be untrue. But no accidents today. But I've did been you? up here for a while. Yeah. So we'll see. But I did. I took him out right before this. I didn't leave water in there. So we'll see. But we're making it. We're 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 going. We're we're trying to be our best. But some day, some days, I'm like, why'd you do this to yourself? <laughs> I have those days too. <laughs> but yeah. So, um, my low. This is a first world problem, and I'm very aware of that. I have just been like gone every weekend the last couple weeks and like I'm leaving like third like in like Thursday nights I've had to like fall like go do something so I've just Mm -hmm. like I feel like my apartment is in complete disarray my closet is in complete disarray and I'm just like when my space is like that I Mm -hmm. feel like my life is like that And it causes me so much anxiety, but I feel like I haven't had time to, like, do it because mm-hmm. I've also been exhausted. And so, yeah, I just, like, I get traveling it. this much. And, like, I'm really excited for this work trip, but I'm also, like, I'm kind of ready for it to be over already just because it's just, like, it's four days again that I'm not going to be here to, like, clean And it's over the things. weekend? Like, it's the whole weekend? Yeah. So I leave Friday. At like two, and I get back at like eight o'clock Monday night. That's so interesting. So, but it's over yeah. the weekend. Yeah. I'm like, I need to be off on Tuesday. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> I, um, yeah. So then, like, I'll have to work the rest of the week. So, like, I really won't have a weekend. Like, I'll right. have like a little bit of downtime. And we'll, we have, like, parties and stuff to attend, so it's not, like, like real work work, but, like... But still, you're on. Like, still, you have to be yeah. professional to a certain extent, so, yeah. Yeah, and so then I'll work the rest of the week, but then that next weekend's Memorial Day, so I'll have Saturday, Sunday, Monday off, mm-hmm. and then the next week I took Friday off, too, so I'll only work okay. three days a week, because I was, like, I'm just, I'm just tired. You need to recuperate. Yeah. I'm just tired and I'm yeah. leaving that weekend too. So yeah. So yeah, it's just been a lot. I'm very much looking forward to like the second week of June because I'll be here for a few weeks straight. Nice. So. Which is crazy that it's almost June. Literally. So like I do this thing at, I'm like in charge of this thing at work and it's generally around the 15th of every month. Mm-hmm. depending on like days it's like 14th 16th depending mm-hmm. on the weekends but like literally when we were doing it on Tuesday the 6th or so yeah literally it was just yesterday yeah I don't like <laughs> I was like, how am I already doing this again I right. literally just finished last month like how am I doing it again and I know I'm gonna feel that way in June too I like I don't know where time's going it's crazy it's crazy, it's crazy that we're 
17 episodes in. Yeah. That means we've almost been doing this for four months or over four. Yeah, because we we, started before we. Yeah, we started in middle of January, like the end of January, because we released our first episode February, like that first week of February. Yeah. So that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Time flies, man. Truly. I don't even know what my high is this week. Hmm. Being a. Oh, I have another low. Okay. That's not about my bad parenting. (laughs) Um, I took my car in to get um it has those audio problems and this accurate it's like a known issue and I took it to get fixed and I dropped my car off I got a loaner and it was been a week and no one contacted me and I was like so are y'all gonna let me know when my car's gonna be ready so I called and they're like oh yeah the part's coming June 6th I dropped it off on the third so yeah of May so I was like okay cool so then the car they gave me like the little alert was like an oil change is due soon when they gave it to me in a week and a half two weeks it popped up it was like an oil change is due now you have five percent oil life or whatever in this car so I called them and I was like hey I need an oil change in this car so can I just get a new loaner just give me a new loaner so I can just bebop out of this one go back right. my merry way he was like oh just come up we'll we'll be quick We'll get you in and out and give you the oil change. I got that oil change. I got home. An hour and a half later, this man texted me and said, hey, I just got alerted that they sold that car that you have and we need it back. I said, sir, I literally said to just give me a new car. Right. We avoided all of this. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll bring it back up there. But please make sure that the car that you give me has gas because I just filled up this tank and I need my money recuperated in this car that you're about to give me. A hundred percent. So yeah. And also make sure it doesn't need an oil change anytime soon if you're going to have my car until June. Right. Ugh. So, but now I have have another low based on that too. (laughs) No highs this week, just lows. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) All the lows. We had such a high high with the Eras tour. (laughs) Okay. So last year wasn't a great year for me and my car. We got in two wrecks. That were not your fault. That were not my fault. Yeah. yeah, Like, people just kept hitting me. Um, But, so, and I, the insurance company sent me to the same caliber collision both times. And both times, they had my car for an astronomical amount of time. They did. And, especially the second time, but whatever. So, the first time, it was because somebody had, my dad told me I'm not allowed to call it a T-bone because of, that's like at an intersection, but he T-boned me because it was in the side of my car. It made a T. Okay. But it was in a parking lot. So like it was very, like, I don't know how he made as much damage as he did. Like he was whipping out of his parking spot. But so it hit my front door on like on the passenger side. And so when I got it fixed, Mm, I know what you're about to say. it's It's like made a noise that it's like, it sounds like you're driving and like the windows crack just a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, at first it was like, uh, that's kind of annoying, but like, it is what it is. Like, it's fine. But as it's gotten longer, cause it's been about a year now, mm-hmm. it's gotten worse. And on our drive to Nashville, it now whistles. That's annoying as hell. 
And like, it was funny because we would be like, it would be like going with the song. So it was like, okay, like that's funny. But like now that it's just me driving in the car and like it, it's like been scaring Rizzo when she's in the car. Like she keeps jumping and I'm like, oh my God, I cannot have you jumping like this. Like, yeah, it's just the most annoying thing. And so again, because I'm traveling so much, I haven't been able to call Caliper Collision to be like, hey, can you give me a loaner car? Like fix this. Right. Yeah. Which they have to, because I have a lifetime warranty on it. That's one good thing about Caliper Collision. So well, like you didn't fix this greatly. So go forth. But I also don't want to be without my car for, you know, three months again. So. Yeah, it's annoying. So that's that's my other low. <laughs> Glad I could inspire that in you now. <laughs> yeah. um, so, hi. I got an easy one I can grab. I got Drake tickets. <laughs> so I'm going to be living my best life seeing Drake in September. I'm seeing, yeah, Beyonce in August. Right. And now I'm going to be seeing Drake. So it's the summer of concerts for me right now. I'm I'm excited. Look at you. Glad they added Charlotte. They ended up adding Charlotte and then another date. So there's two Charlotte dates now. Yeah, I was going to say, because didn't the first one sell out? I don't know if it sold out because they added, they, he must have just decided to add a show because they had the Friday. And then when I went to go look like on the, I got pre-sale tickets, but the day they went on sale, I looked that Friday and it was another show was added because now I was like, wait, I'm confused. And but they were selling those tickets like an hour later. So, okay. But yeah, so there's two yeah, shows. I just assumed I was like, oh, maybe he like sold out or like sold an astronomical amount in the pre-sale, and they were like, oh, let's add another show. Yeah, I don't. Know. They they were joking that J Cole got in his head when he performed at Dreamville that he needed to perform here. I was like, well, I appreciate J Cole. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm and could and clarify, like Drake is to you how Taylor Swift is to me. I love me some Drake. Drake. I wouldn't go that far because I also miss like 2016 Drake, like sure. used Drake and like before. He's been on yeah. some crazy shit here lately. Yeah. I still love him and his music, but I do love me some Drake. So I'm excited. And I haven't seen him in concert. So I was yeah. too excited when he released the dates and then I actually got tickets and it wasn't a fight for my life. So I was excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, My high this week is that even though I was traveling, I got to see my family and celebrate Mother's Day. Um, and while I was in my hometown, we celebrated one of my relatives turning 100. That's and so it cool. was just, and her little best friend was there who turned 101. Aww. And they were just like so precious. And I got to see a lot, a lot of my family that I haven't seen in a really long time. And um yeah, just being able to see my family this weekend was nice. That's so awesome. that was my high. Aww. But being away from my bed sucks. But getting yeah. able to see people makes up for it. So all right, can't too much. So well, that's another right. one in the books, friends. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thanks for listening to us be on our soapboxes and talk about all the craziness in the world. We appreciate y'all. And until next week, talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Yeah.